Is it Wednesday again already? It's Wednesday! This is Amy. And Lexi. And this is Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome Welcome back back to the the shit show. show. Right. Hey guys, welcome back. Confessions of Retail, all uh, the tea. Uh, uh, get money. Uh, it's uh, Lexi here with uh, my uh, wonderful co-host and pod wife. Hey, it's Amy. Uh, uh, get money. She's over here getting money. <laughs> the fuck? You're getting paid for this? Fuck <laughs> bitches, get money. <laughs> like the me- the dude from Meet the Millers. <laughs> just, you guys you are guys getting, are getting paid? paid? <laughs> <laughs> We love you. You love us. We're here to spill more tea for you. That didn't rhyme with us. Didn't rhyme at all. But that's all right. I'm not a poet. <laughs> I'm a poet in the same way that Shel Silverstein is, okay? You have to really, <laughs> really read it to get the rhyme. Hey, Shel Silverstein is amazing. I, know, I was actually just reading it to my oldest last night. My the, favorite uh, one. The Light in the Attic is the book I've got. My favorite one is the uh, the poem about the king with the peanut butter. <laughs> That's such a good one. <laughs> I love the dancing in the rain. Yeah. That one was my favorite. And then actually... Oh, my brother for sale. You know, I legit like read that poem and then went to my cousin. And it was like, we should try and sell my brother on the corner. And you're like, look, it's this- in a book. It's published. It's clearly clearly gonna work (laughs) we literally had my brother standing out with us while we were yelling at cars driving by and he was holding like a sign like for 50 cents we're trying to sell him (laughs) your poor brother i love you (laughs) he's like yeah i remember that you asshole (laughs) (laughs) so here we are it's episode seven seven (laughs) i was um I was at work the other day, and I had Dennis the Menace playing. Nice. Classic, for sure. Oh, my gosh. I love that movie. And it was the part where Dennis was taking a shower, and the babysitter was there. Both of his parents were on work trips, overnight work trips or something, right? And um, Mm -hmm. so the babysitter has a boy over, and he's reading a book to Dennis while he's in the bathtub. It's like the little engine that could or something like that, right? But the dude cannot fucking read that well. <laughs> <laughs> like, he was like, I didn't realize. <laughs> and I'm like, what was that? <laughs> Are you sure I'm not qualified <laughs> for this job? <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness, Amy. Yes. How was work? Um, the other night I was closing and we were about to close and I hear somebody talking, but there's nobody in the store. Oop, mm-mm. It's not. Literally those two sentences were all it took for me to be like, I'm out. It's ghostesses. I'm going to leave a salt line and the door is locked. And at first I was like, is it a fucking ghost? Casper. Please be Casper. I look kind of like Wendy. <laughs> and um, I was like, is it the TV? Is it the movie? Is it- No, it's not the movie because I hear that and I hear something else. And I'm like, what is it? You know, and so I go walk up to the front and it's getting louder. So I look out into the vestibule and there's this guy in the vestibule on his phone 
but he's like leaning like you know we have the ledges like between both of the doors uh in the vestibule he's leaning into the vestibule it's fucking snowing out dude is wearing basketball shorts and um a hoodie and some tennis shoes and he's like leaning into the window like dang near got his head like pressed up against the window (laughs) and all i can see is his fucking ass lexi like dude's boxers and shorts were down here like half of his fucking not just like a little i'm not talking a little bit of ass crack i'm talking whole ass oh my gosh like half a ass i was just like who okay i'm good on that (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness (laughs) dude's just leaning like his ass is hanging out he's on the phone i don't know if he either didn't know Oh, how do you not know that your ass is hanging out? Though? At that point, I think it's a I didn't care kind of thing. Or didn't care. Mm-hmm. But so he like originally he was he never even came into the store. He was I remember seeing the dude just like walking along the front of the store and he comes into the vestibule and he's talking on the phone and then he hangs up his phone and walks out of the vestibule and just keeps walking and i'm like i did not need to see any of that didn't he feel the breeze as he walked out <laughs> like i have so many questions i walked off for that kind after of... i seen the ass i was like all righty <laughs> <laughs> you must be a plumber and if not you must have an interview soon because you're clearly training for the part <laughs> very qualified overqualified overqualified <laughs> Oh my goodness, that's funny. Um, Seems I, like nudity is going to be a theme for us. <laughs> it is backroom episode. Well, <laughs> I wasn't even talking about that far ahead. I was just talking about work. <laughs> People be wild. Why? It's winter. I know, right? Keep clothed. I'm like, he's walking. He's wearing basketball shorts and a hoodie and it's snowing. I'm like, did he seem intoxicated in any way? No, but he seemed like a type of person that just didn't care. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> like, you, know, <laughs> you don't cold. even need drugs, do you? <laughs> you quit giving a fuck a long time ago, huh? You said, I want to shake with that McFlurry. <laughs> <laughs> Something else that I want to talk about. This did not happen at work, but it happened for work. Okay. We have to go to the bank to uh if we need to get change or if we got to pick up our deposit bags and stuff you know so i i go to the bank like two to three times a week just depends on how busy we were that week i guess yeah so i'm standing in line patiently waiting my turn the ladies at the bank are amazing first of all every time i walk in even if they're helping people they're like hi amy you know in unison like all of the bank ladies they're That's like sweet. hey amy and i'm like hello all my beautiful ladies <laughs> You're like, yes, yes. i am the king <laughs> so i'm standing in line waiting i am next but the dude behind me like he wanted to be next like dude was hot on my tail like right behind me like like in i your could bubble. feel his breath on the back of my neck Mm-mm. like he wanted to be next and i was not having it 
So I, like, I'm standing, you know, just like how I normally would stand, which is, like, usually, like, my weight is shifted on one leg and I have my other, like, knee bent, you know. Just just how I stand. And so I feel his breath on the back of my neck. So I take my leg that I am just, just got my knee bent and I shift back a little bit, right? And so then I shift my weight to that leg and I like whip my hair <laughs> and whack the shit out of his face with my hair. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't be that close to people, buddy. Look, my hair is not long. It's quite literally like shoulder length hair. Yeah. I do not have long hair. And if you are standing close enough to me that I can whap you with my hair, you're too fucking close. I Back think, the fuck up. I think if you got whipped in the face with some hair, you deserved it because you watched it happen. <laughs> <laughs> you watched that hair come to your face. <laughs> I did not apologize. I didn't even acknowledge that I whacked him in the face. I just whapped him in the face and I stood there and he backed up. It's <laughs> what we call body language. <laughs> he clearly got the message. <laughs> back the fuck up. <laughs> Bibbidi bobbidi back the fuck up. <laughs> it's another t-shirt. Yes. <laughs> if you are standing so close that I can whack you with my hair, you are in my bubble. Like, seriously. It's really sad when my seven-year-old understands personal space better than a grown-ass man. Yep. My kid does not have much respect for personal space, but... She's learning. She fucking knows better. <laughs> so that also, was that fun. happens all too common. Like All the time. If at you're gas standing, stations, yes. in the grocery store, no matter where the fuck you are, for some reason, dudes just assume. And it's not always guys. Okay. It's just people that just have no respect for people's personal space. Yeah, it's not just dudes. But um, it definitely happens a lot. And, like, sometimes I won't say anything, but if it gets to be too overwhelming, I'll be like, man, I wish we knew what personal space was. I start, like, just talking out re- real obnoxious out loud to myself. I'm like, man, I wish you would fucking learn. Man, can you back the fuck up? <laughs> back the fuck up. <laughs> mm. Before I back you up. Uh, uh. <laughs> I'm going to knock him over. I'm not even going to back him up. I'm going to do this thing where I reach my leg behind and I this scoop donkey him. kick your No, ass. I'm not going to donkey kick. I'm going to scoop by the ankle and make them drop backwards. <laughs> so then I get the space I was supposed to have in the first place. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? Just, just so we're clear, I am not a trained professional. It would not go as I, I hoped. No, they'd probably just, like, lift their leg and look at you like, what the fuck? <laughs> Sorry, I just really needed to stretch backwards. <laughs> I needed to stretch in my personal space. <laughs> One, two, three. Get the fuck up out my personal space. <laughs> see this? Yep. Stay the fuck up out my personal space. Mm-hmm. You see that right there? Still my fucking personal space. <laughs> just start windmilling. Like, just put your arms out and just start, like... <laughs> gonna start being obnoxiously cheerful and i'm just gonna like do the thing where i twirl with my arms out like in the sound of music just in line at the gas station like i have space because you gave it to me 
and then just like smack him in the face. <laughs> Oops, I smacked you because you didn't give me that personal space. Remember what we talked about? <laughs> Bibbity bobbity, back the fuck up. <laughs> oh, goodness. So, what about you, Lexi? How was work? So, first off, um, we all know the full moon can make people fucking crazy, right? Mm-hmm. We're gearing towards that again. Mm-hmm. For some reason, I don't know what it is with the moon and the lunar pole of the tides, the but people stars, are like, they are alive. look at how close the moon is. I forgot how to drive all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> look, I get it. This is your first roundabout, okay? <laughs> is you have so? to yield. You have to yield. I don't give a shit who you are, where you come from, what you're doing today. What you're driving. I don't care. Don't care. How much of a hurry you're in. I promise we all feel the exact same opinions, but yield, bitch. Yield. Yield. It means stop if people are coming. It means wait a second. Whoa, Nelly. Look to the left. <laughs> Do everything but go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I hate when people do that. And then people who don't know how to use roundabouts don't just fail to yield, but they also fail to keep driving. <laughs> this lady failed to yield. Cut me off in the roundabout. Right? I was... We, we almost collided. And then... She cuts me off, right? And I'm like, well, you, you got ahead of me. Good job. I'm not going to crash my car for your dumbassery. So then she proceeds to go not even five miles per hour through the roundabout. She made a line, <laughs> dude. There was a line of us in a matter of seconds. She's like, oh, we're all going to take our time. <laughs> and then she didn't know how the fuck to turn off the roundabout. She tried to turn off on the incoming not the outcoming i'm like somebody needs to help this woman like she's gonna kill somebody like the simpsons yeah we're turning and we're turning she did not understand the roundabout concept at all it was ridiculous that was the uh most wild i had as far as driving goes but then i had a interesting We're going to call these encounters, aren't we? We're just going to say I had an encounter and we're going to keep moving forward. <laughs> yep, that's what they are. They're encounters. So here's my encounter I had this weekend, Amy. All right. Um, You ever do, you ever deliver food to drunk people? Not yet. Mm, okay. Be the careful. exact opposite, actually. Be careful. Sometimes they're really friendly. Sometimes they're really stupid. Sometimes they're really <laughs> rude. Um, A lot of the times they're really ditzy because they're not, you know, yeah, they're, they're drunk. fucking drunk. <laughs> So this lady comes up to the door and she answers and she's like, hi. And at first I didn't realize it, but she's just hanging out in a tank top and a thong. No, no pants. No pants. No no pants party. Nothing, dude. I was just like, hi. Hello. Forget pants to this delivery. Because what the fuck? You were (laughs) delivering to her house. I mean, she's, she's comfy. I mean, I didn't realize I was coming to the comfort zone. <laughs> Should I have brought my tank top and thong? Like, was this a no pants party? Was I invited with this delivery? What the fuck? No. Ain't no party like a no pants party because no pants party don't stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wanted to stop that no pants party because it was really uncomfortable. <laughs> I was like, man, look, I get it. I get it. But if you're going to deliver food, one, make sure you've got clothes on. And two, make sure you're not trying to like be sexually explicit before, Ooh. during, or after the delivery. Make sure the delivery driver is gone first. Mm-mm. <laughs> oh, my gosh. She wa- she hadn't just been half naked. She, like, her boyfriend was in view with the was blanket. Was he naked? I, probably with, like, a blanket or towel or something draped over him. Oh, so they were, like. 
They had to have been. They were getting it. They had to have been, is my conclusion. And I'm like, they were like, we're ordering DoorDash. We got some time. (laughs) Don't listen to the delivery times. It's always a lie. Oh my gosh, dude. I was just like, well, this is super uncomfortable. Take your food. I'm out. I'm out. I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. (laughs) Oh my goodness. I was just like, you gotta be kidding me. (laughs) What? Who does this? Uh, But yeah, that was the. uh, that was the only big uh, <laughs> encounter I had. It was just a little awkward running. <laughs> Sounds fun. No, oh, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, on that fun note, is it in the news time? It is in the news time. We all know people can be wild. Yes, even in public. Sometimes. Things get so wild, they make the news. Hey, here's some news articles we found. Woo! The news, the news, the news is on fire. I don't know why I'm so musically today. I'm always musically. I was about to say, it's because you're you. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't do this much singing on air usually. It's always off air. I do sing on air too, but not this much. <laughs> well... Um, I've got a heartfelt article Yay! Today. Um, actually, it really got me. Um, it kind of has been a trend lately. There's more reports of the same thing happening since this article. Um, it was posted, uh, at the end of January. And the article is from Fox. And, um, so it's titled, Columbus Bartender Receives a... $2,020 tip on a $64 bill. No oh, dang. I wish somebody would give me $2,000. Right? That'd be nice. Um, this was in Columbus, Indiana. Um, Carrie Likens, the uh, bartender that got the tip, um, can strike up a conversation with just about anyone. Uh, last week, she was working her job as a bartender at the Holiday Inn in Columbus when a man passing through on business sat down for a drink. The drink led to conversation and a big surprise. I was completely caught off guard, Lycan said. I never thought that would happen to me. After a long conversation, the man got his check and went on his way. But as Carrie picked up the receipt, she noticed the $64 bill came with a $2,020 tip. Lately, the 2020 tip challenge has become popular on social media. Celebrities like Donnie Wahlberg have left behind the massive tip and encouraged others to do the same. I kind of gasped, Lycan said. I just never thought in a million years that I would get that in Columbus, Indiana, serving drinks at the Holiday Inn. Seriously, Columbus, Indiana is very small. It is. It's crazy, yeah. That was (laughs) a total strike of luck. Yeah. Uh, Seeing tears come down Carrie's face as he walked away, the man turned around with a smile. His 2020 tip challenge made quite the impact. It was my first day back, so it was a nice surprise, Lycan said. Up until then, Carrie had been out sick, so the money was much appreciated. Her manager inputted the receipts the next day and had to do a double take. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and I was like, what? No way, said Holiday Inn General Manager Jessica Mitten. I couldn't believe it, but it's true. This viral challenge is making a big difference across the country, spreading not only wealth, but also kindness. There are good people out there. They're all over, Lycan said. They're walking among us, and you never know who's going to do a huge gesture for you. So just pay it forward and make sure to just be a good person. Carrie said if she ever sees that man again, she'd give him a big hug. Right now, she plans to save the money. 
right? There are good people. There are bad people, but there are also good people. There are good people in the world. Every once in a while, my faith in humanity is restored. All right, Amy, what's your article this week? Mine's a little more shit showy. <laughs> Keeping with our theme. <laughs> uh, comes from the New York Post. Florida woman arrested for threatening to get McDonald's sauce by any means necessary. Um, She really wanted the sauce. She needed the sauce. She got the, the sauce. sauce. Wanted the sauce. Sorry, epic meal time has ruined that word for me. <laughs> I'm the sauce bouse. <laughs> a Florida woman was arrested for threatening to rob a McDonald's because they did not serve dipping sauce along with her food. McGuire Marie McLaughlin, whoa, that's her name, 19. I was, I was about to say, is that really her name? I guess so. 19 years old, was denied the condiment at a McDonald's in Vero Beach, Florida last week and pledged to obtain the dipping sauce quote by whatever means necessary <laughs> according to a police report <laughs> the fracas allegedly the fracas fracas took place at about 4 a.m new year's day when police arrived to witness mclaughlin yelling profanities at the drive through because she claimed she did not receive all of her food the employee advised McLaughlin that dipping sauce cost 25 cents. I hate when restaurants do that. I'm not I'm not justifying this woman by any means, but no. I do hate when they're like, oh, you have 20 chicken nuggets. Here's two little dipping sauces that'll last through half of your meal. <laughs> I'm like, but I want more. I just want to swim in the barbecue. Can you give me more? Do you only get two for 20? Because you get two, two for, for 10. Two for 10. <laughs> for 10. I was dramatizing. But, but I also scoop half the sauce cup with two nuggets. So. Um, sauce. Sauce. <laughs> McLaughlin further stated that she would be getting the sauce by whatever means necessary. However, could not specify what she meant by that. <laughs> the McDonald's employee said they feared for their safety McLaughlin was taken into custody for disorderly conduct <laughs> over some fucking sauce. Fight me right now, McDonald's. <laughs> she needed to be placed into mechanical restraints by the arresting officers because she kept locking her legs, refusing to walk forward. Oh, my God. Cops also said they smelled alcohol on her breath. She was 19. This is the United States. That's illegal. <laughs> that is totally illegal. <laughs> She was released later that day after posting bond. That is ridiculous. Got arrested for disorderly conduct over some fucking sweet and sour sass. <laughs> That's funny, but stupid. <laughs> Hold on, let me rewind. Or That's was funny. You're stupid. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those. <laughs> man, man, I really need that sauce. I need the sauce. <laughs> Dave Chappelle scratches his neck. Y'all got any of that sauce? Y'all got any more of that sauce? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. That's funny. So does that wrap up in the news? It does. Then what time is it, Amy? It is time for the back room. Bow, oh yeah. Bow, bow. Bow, chicka, wow, wow. All right. Everybody grab your hand sanitizer. We're about to get dirty. It's about to get gross. For real though. Brace yourselves. 
the back room is coming. That's right, it's coming. Uh, <laughs> gross. gross. Amy, what's your first movie? <laughs> so, I really fast, I want to give a little like thing. So, my friends have told me for quite some time, and I've heard things for a long time about how much people love Downton Abbey, right? Yeah. And for the longest time, I was just anti Downton Abbey. I was like, it's a PBS show and it's probably just really boring. Mm -hmm. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> so I've been watching Downton Abbey while at work. And uh, well, because the movie came out like not too terribly long ago, a couple of months ago now, I think. Anyway, so. The movie came out, and I watched the preview for the movie, and it looked really good. <laughs> you know, I love things like that. I love, like, Pride and Prejudice. That was my favorite book, right? And I love the movie with Keira Knightley. Mm -hmm. It's great. So I love things like that. The movie looked really good, and I was like, well, I can't watch the movie if I haven't watched the show. So I started watching the show, and I was, like, <laughs> really into it. And I was in the back room and like I was listening to it because you can't watch it from the back room. You can only hear it in mm -hmm. the back room. And it came to this part in season three that was just like so sad. It's like so sad. And I'm in the back room like fixing it and I am crying. Like I have eyes full of penis and vagina and boobs and I'm just bawling. I'm like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and this customer walks in <laughs> to the back room <laughs> while I'm back there. And I'm just crying. And I'm like, fix, you know, straightening up the back room. I'm like, <laughs> and they open the swinging doors to come back. And I look over. I'm like, hello. <laughs> and they're like, Hi. <laughs> Super uncomfortable. Do I need to come back later? <laughs> That's exactly what they were like. I'll come back. <laughs> they, you know that that uh, that gif of Homer just like slowly backing up <laughs> into the bushes. <laughs> that was him. Just like slowly backing up through the swinging door. <laughs> It's like, oh, that was not the time. <laughs> Clearly, this nudity was a trigger warning for her. <laughs> I'm walking into some different shit. Uh, it's so funny. Like, I, I was definitely laughing at that later. <laughs> that was probably so uncomfortable for him. He's like, oh, this is not the titties I came for. Um, so that was fun. But one of my movies for this week is called Poolside Tongue Bath. <laughs> <laughs> and this is what the back says. <laughs> Blair Williams wakes up to a call from her friend Ashley Adams. She's tanning by the pool in Blair's backyard. <laughs> Why is Blair asleep and Ashley is at her house? <laughs> I'm going to call you from your house while you're sleeping. Blair goes outside to meet her, and they both lounge around, recovering from partying too hard. Oh, those poor, poor girls. <laughs> Adria Ray is devastated that her boyfriend cheated on her. 
Scarlet Sage is there to lend her support and tells Adria to do something good for herself, like get a massage. <laughs> they head to the AGM and are greeted by sultry masseuse Lena Rhodes. <laughs> Beautiful California girl Jessa Rhodes comes to the spa to get a massage. Asian vixen masseuse, I can't say her name, Ayumi Anime. <laughs> That's totally her name. Ayumi Anime. She is super big for doing cosplay porn. Gets her client undressed and onto the table ASAP. <laughs> Nikki Huntsman waits nervously to massage her all-time crush, sexy Adra Fox. Adra undresses for her massage as Nikki watches in awe. Nikki can't resist but to compliment Adra nervously as she rubs oil all over her flawless back. All over <laughs> her flawless back. Mmm, it's all mm. oily. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's like these are the favorite words in the porn community, but like... Oily. Look, if I'm Flawless. having if I'm having oily sex, I'm not going to be comfortable. That doesn't sound comfortable to me. Oil <laughs> makes me think of food. Well, I guess some people are into that. Yeah. I'm not judging you if you're into that. I'm just saying I'm not. <laughs> it's not my thing. <laughs> what is your first article? Your f- Before we move on to my first movie, um, I have a question. Okay. When did any of that happen to be next to a pool? It just happened to be that one of them has a pool. <laughs> that she- there was no... <laughs> okay. No, I'm done asking. It's I know, porn. right? It's porn. The it synopsis doesn't need never to has make to. sense. It's like, you know what? We're going to make a porn about space pirates on the moon. <laughs> How'd they get there? A ship. Duh. <laughs> What do you mean? It doesn't make sense. Yes, it fucking does. It doesn't only, have to. Only the male astronauts need helmets. The women have to be all oily. <laughs> oily with flawless backs. <laughs> oh my gosh, that just reminded me of the stupid meme. This moon's haunted. What? <laughs> Grabs gun. Cocks gun. Moon's haunted. We'll be back. <laughs> Anyways, so my first one is titled Bubble Butt Anal Slut. Bubble butt, bubble butt, anal slut. (laughs) (laughs) Good grief. On the cover, it's just these this chick with a big butt. Yep. Her butt's not even that big. It's really not. (laughs) But you'll be surprised at how small the big butt standards really are for dudes in the porn community. Right. It's funny. But um, so the back says. Feast your eyes on another delicious collection of big booty babes looking for backdoor pleasure. (laughs) They need that dick to drill deep. (laughs) It's time to oil up and break in that tight ass. I'm telling you, oil is like a thing. Well, just you wait. Oh. (laughs) Speaking of oil, my second movie is Oil for Days. (laughs) And she is quite oily. Oh, God. Very oily. And where is the rest of her vagina? I never ask. <laughs> I never. I, I know better at this point than to ask where their labias are. <laughs> where are your labias? <laughs> <laughs> you know what my name would be if I was in the porn industry? Lady Labia, because I actually have them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> 
that an official title? <laughs> Not yet. I don't plan on no. making a career no, I mean, of it. Like, did the queen give it to you? Or are you a lady? <laughs> Trying to think of an alliteration for a queen in the porn industry does not come up well. <laughs> All right. Oil for days. Director Pat Mine always creates glistening porn, but oil for days is especially <laughs> slick. In each scene, a dominant dude liberally lubes a libidious lady for grease-slathered pussy plowing and anal reaming. <laughs> the guys inject the fun-loving girls' buttholes with clear, slippery oil and like fountains, lubricated sphincters shoot flumes of grease everywhere. <laughs> you know, you're reading porn, but all I'm feeling is my gut churn. I'm like, oh. So gross. It does. It really does. Anyway, they rut desperately in multiple positions as they soak themselves with lube from squirt bottles, bunghole geysers. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! In the midst of a lubricant, lube, lubricious butt fuck. <laughs> Thickly curvy blonde Savannah Bond blasts oil from her anus into Marcus's mouth. Oh my gosh, that is disgusting. I don't care what it was. She just shit it in your mouth, bro. I don't care if it was lube or not. The end. What do you think ATM stands for? <laughs> Uh, yuck okay so mine's funny we're gonna we're gonna turn this around a little bit um so i went retro this time this one is called frat house and it was produced in 1994 nice um well okay porn it's not vintage from 94 it's actually vintage from 74 but it didn't get remastered onto dvd until 94 nice even better so this is some 70s porn you guys <laughs> OG porn. So it's called Frat House, and on the back it says, It's the hottest frat at Falk University. Good old Falk you. <laughs> <laughs> the guys back at the house want to live out all their fantasies before they graduate. The I felt a thigh fraternity <laughs> certainly holds the record when it comes to goofing off. This particular group of guys never study, seldom go to class, and downright refuse to behave themselves. College is no place to further your education as far as they're concerned. This fraternity attends one class from morning to night, sex education. There is a constant battle among the felt a thigh guys to see how many girls they can pick up, how many times a day, and in how many different places. This comical epic comes to a head when the guys decide to throw a party at the Dean's house. And what a party this one is. I bet. Will the I felt a thigh fraternity ever graduate? <laughs> college is so much fun. Do they want to graduate? For a rousing look at college life on the campus of Falk University, see Frat House. Good old Falk you will never be the same, and neither will you. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> fuck me no fuck, fuck you, you. <laughs> oh my gosh i thought it was good <laughs> ah, good stuff it's better good stuff. than people 
squirting lube out of their ass. I'm not even going back to that, Amy. We're moving forward. It's tea time, bitch. <laughs> she said, don't you want to talk about the ATM, though? <laughs> you mean the one across the street, the Huntington's one? <laughs> the one at the bank? <laughs> Please tell me yes. <laughs> oh, man. They're like, oh, honey, no. What is you doing? What are you doing? Oh my gosh, that's so gross. <laughs> oh goodness. Okay. So, anyways, Amy, it's tea time. I'm I'm like declaring it. We are avoiding at all costs any more oil conversations. <laughs> tea time. Yes, tea time. Clink. clink. <laughs> this is the scaredest <laughs> clink I've ever done. <laughs> I was afraid she's gonna say oil instead. <laughs> oil. <laughs> All of a sudden, you just hear me sobbing obnoxiously in the background. (laughs) The horror. (laughs) All right. So then, um, where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Where did it go? Which way did it go? So uh, my first story is kind of short. So it's titled, That's Not Lipstick. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) Not a backroom story, guys. So I work at a beauty store and I'm constantly on the floor attending to guests and helping them pick out makeup and giving recommendations. I use a wand to curl my hair and I like to think I'm an expert, so I don't wear the glove because it's annoying. For those who don't know what a curling wand is, it's just a barrel that you have to physically wrap your hair around and hold the end while it gets hot. It's a curling iron without the clip. Yeah, (laughs) basically. (laughs) Just saying. I know, it was was worded weird. (laughs) Anyways, um... Well, this resulted with me getting quite the burn on part of my hand. I honestly can't even explain how it happened. Um, anyways, so, I can because uh, I've had that same fucking issue. <laughs> she just looked at her scar. She's like relatable. Although I don't have a curling wand. I have a hot comb. And let me tell you, I it, it doesn't matter if I wear gloves or not because where I burn myself is not on my hands. <laughs> It's on my fucking arm for whatever reason. I burnt myself in the same fucking place twice to where now I have a permanent scar. <laughs> they said, take that. <laughs> um, so a couple of days go by and the burn still looks pretty fresh, but it has a shiny layer over top. You all know what I'm talking about. And I'm helping a customer pick out some mascara and lipstick. Normally, when swatching products, you test it on your hand and swipe the product on to see the pigment and shade on your skin. So I'm swatching some lipsticks for her, and she says to me, I love all of these colors. I can't decide. Which one is this one? I think that one would look really nice. And she pointed to my burn, thinking (laughs) it was a lipstick swatch. (laughs) Just to clarify, I was swatching the lipsticks nowhere near my burn because that's gross. I was swatching on the palm of my hand instead of the top. I had to... I had to very awkwardly tell her that it was a burn and not a lipstick shade. <laughs> she laughed and apologized, and I eventually actually managed to find a lipstick that sort of matched the color of my burn. <laughs> it was funny and awkward, but she was a good spirit about it. Probably a, <laughs> it's probably like a, a light brown almost. Like a- Yeah, I was wondering if it was like what part of healing the burn was that? Like, is it still super fresh? Like, is it still a pinkish red? Or is, or is it, it starting to starting heal to and it's settle. looking more like brown and purple? It, kind of brownish with a bit... Well, if it had like a bit of a gleam to it because it had been healing, it's 
probably what made it look a little shiny. So like, look probably, at how pretty it is. It's probably like a a light brown, not a nude. <laughs> I'm like trying to figure out what color it is. <laughs> <laughs> My first story is called Tales from Loss Prevention. The Cowboy Days. Oh boy. <laughs> Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) A little background. I worked at a retail store that sold mainly very expensive clothes. I worked specifically in the loss prevention department, and because of the merchandise we sold, our company was very lenient in the policies regarding how we apprehended shoplifters. Let's just say right now that I think all stores are too lenient on how they apprehend shoplifters. Just saying. Now... Because laws have been put in place. Because someone I, will be caught stealing from your store and manage to somehow win a lawsuit against you for battery. I don't get it. Like it's you're stupid. You're stealing. You are clearly the criminal in this situation. How can it be warped? Like, it's just, you know, with our store, not trying to get into too many specifics. With our store, we're a small store. We're not a big store, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, we are a corporation, but it's a small corporation. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, people that are stealing from our store all the time, like, they don't fucking get it. They don't fucking care. They don't understand. They don't get it. That they are ruining it for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, they are the reason that our stores <laughs> barely exist anymore. Yeah. It's, they are the reason that people don't even know that we still exist. <laughs> They're not the only reason. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but anyway. <laughs> but I digress. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On this day, it was shortly after Christmas and all three of us were working. My two partners were on the floor doing some cabling on our more expensive merchandise while I was on the cameras. Our biggest hits came out of the men's department, especially since it was closest to the outside door. While I'm watching, I notice three guys come in with hoodies on and the hoods pulled up and they are walking fast. I also notice that they have two massive shopping bags. As I'm watching, I notice one looking around while the other two with the bags go towards our denim table. I immediately start calling up my team on the radio. Right as I'm describing them, I see the two guys clearing the table of our denim like just fucking open the bag and swipe all of the denim into the bag bro (laughs) just like the swipe (laughs) they are taking stacks of clothes i'm already running out the back door and my partners are waiting in nearby departments watching them they then start borderline running to the door as soon as they hit the door bam I make my approach, but knowing they were going to run because of how fast they were walking, I knew they were trying to get in and out and not get caught. I was more aggressive and tried to make contact. Once they realized what was happening, all three split up and took off. My two partners burst through the door and we all pick one and start running. We told the nearby sales associate to secure the merchandise. We are all sprinting around the parking lot and the other stores trying to catch them. I finally notice mine starts to tire out halfway through the parking lot. I'm finally able to tackle them and start tussling. That's a word that you don't hear very often. Got into a tussle. A tussle. (laughs) All of a sudden, I feel two arms grab me by my shirt and throw me off. 
I land and realize that it's one of the suspects. Before I knew it, one of my partners tackles that guy. That threw me off. At that point, the one I tackled starts swinging, and we start exchanging punches in the middle of the parking lot. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> we still have no idea where the third suspect and our other partner are. After an exchange of curse words and fisticuffs... <laughs> <laughs> loving this verbiage and out of nowhere police start pulling up and taste one of the suspects <laughs> we were able to get everyone in handcuffs and started walking them back to the store once we get back to the store and in our office we noticed that our third partner and the third suspect was sitting in the office already processing the paperwork we asked him what the hell happened, and he said after about a hundred yards, the guy the guy gave up and walked back. <laughs> he was like, "No, mm -mm. that's me." <laughs> I'm like, mm -mm. "I don't run. <laughs> I really don't." <laughs> Once we counted up all the merchandise, it was about thirty five hundred dollars. We Holy called shit. That's grand theft, isn't it? I, I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> that's like. Uh, yeah, I don't know either. We called our boss to tell her what happened, and she told us good job and ended up taking us out to dinner. Needless to say, I stayed at that job almost another year before the rules started changing, and our times of being cowboys were over. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> All right. My second story is titled, uh, Where is Retail Store? <laughs> no. So I was sorting out the polo shirt table in the menswear section of our store. We'll call the company Retail Store X. <laughs> From where I am, you can see out the exit behind me. And an older man walks up to me for help. He says, excuse me, could you help me? And I say, of course, how can I help today? He says, I'm trying to find Retail Store X, but I can't remember quite where it is. <laughs> I said, well, you're actually already in the store. We is there anything I can store. <laughs> is there anything I can help you find today? And he says, I think I would know if I was in retail store X. <laughs> like, Are you sure? So I point at my name tag that also has the company name on it. And I say, as you can see from my badge, this is where I work, which is here. <laughs> he says, sorry to bother you on your break. Could you just direct me to retail store X? <laughs> now, at this point, I'm just super confused. <laughs> Apparently, he found it easier to believe that I was just tidying up another store on my lunch break <laughs> than that he was already in a store he wanted to be in. <laughs> so I say, I'm really sorry, sir. You are actually in Retail Store X, but if you won't believe me, all I can suggest is you walk out that door, turn around, and look up. <laughs> to that, he said nothing and just walked off. I watched him walk out, turn around, look up, come back in and get some help from one of my coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> he was he was very polite but it was still a rather weird transaction that's hilarious <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry to bother you on your break <laughs> uh, you know i really love folding clothes on my break too <laughs> right no said no one ever i love to just go into random stores that i don't work at and work i'm pretty sure somebody nothing. that actually worked at a store would say something right They're like you don't work here like the guy from mean girls she doesn't even go here <laughs> <laughs> do you even go to the school runs away no i just have a lot of feelings <laughs> <laughs> all right my second one 
I played as a manager to help a cashier. <laughs> I feel like that's a trouble. <laughs> that's that's troublesome. So, I'm 24. I was 22 at the time. And I worked as a station agent in a French airport. Those are the people in suit that check you and your luggage in and even board you or deboard you from planes. I worked with a French company for eight months during the summer of 2018. Working there was the best, great hours, big pay. People are assholes, but honestly, not so bad once you learn how to deal with them. One of my favorite parts of the job was the hours. It's either from 4 a.m. to 2 p.m. Oh, no. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Or 1 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. No weekends nor public holidays. For most people, that's probably bad. But for me, it was paradise. We would get days off by cycle and having days off in the middle of the week rocks. Go get groceries with almost nobody in stores. All governmental agencies are open. Less people all around because they're working. That, <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I mean, it is really hard for you to get errands done if you have a 9 to 5 Monday through Friday job. Because mm -hmm. places are closed on weekends. Now, for the first five months there, I would always come dressed in suit. Full suit. Even in the middle of summer. With a tie. And everything. So I would go home or stop to stores in the suit as well. After a while, I got tired and started to change clothes arriving and leaving from work. This story, of course, happened when I was still coming and leaving from work in full suit. It was around three months after I started. By then, wearing a suit became natural. No more of that weird, uncomfortable feeling while wearing it. It became normal. Even more, I got used to changing my attitude while wearing it like my posture and people even in the streets would think that I am some successful person just because I wear a suit and I also got quite used to noticing people needing help problematic customers and all that I leave work at 3 or 4 p.m. had to stay longer to cover for someone this day and I head to a store to bring a faulty electronic I brought back I walk into the store wearing only my suit and carrying the thing in a bag. I head toward customer service and immediately notice a man, hand on the counter, leaning towards the cashier. We'll name her Julie. And all her colleagues look tense, eyeing the guy. I shrug. Not my problem. I'm not paid to deal with that one. <laughs> I, I turn to sit and notice that all the seats are taken. So I stay up and pull out my phone. Meanwhile, this guy starts to speak louder and louder. From what I got, the issue was that he wanted to use the store card of his wife, but the store policy is that you can't use the card of another customer even if you're their relative as the card can be used to make credit. Okay, so it's like a, a store credit card, mm -hmm. but it's in her name, not his. Yeah. All right. The guy gets more and more heated up and starts calling around for other people to join. That immediately ticks me off. When I was in training to become station agent, we learned of different types of customers. I won't go into detail, but this guy is what we call a red customer. Someone that will rally others to help them get what they want. I see Julie on the verge of tears and I try to think of something to do while the guy starts throwing slurs at her. 
I finally notice a paper hanging near the counter and take action. (laughs) I drop my bag, adjust my tie, take my best manager face and walk to the guy. As soon as he notices me, he smirks and he turns to me. You're the manager? To which I reply, yes. (laughs) While looking at both him and the cashier as if to judge the situation, Julie just stares. (laughs) probably confused she's like oh <laughs> my goodness this guy's she's like i don't know who this guy is that's funny <laughs> he points at her and says this employee is discriminating against me i want to use a discount on my wife's store card i have her id there is no reason that i take a step forward i'm not tall and this guy is taller than me but he still stops while i get into his face Without a word, I point at the paper I saw earlier. It's a notice saying that this kind of harassment or insult towards an employee will result in a lawsuit and fine for the customer. It's his time to turn white. He opens his mouth, but I'm faster. She is right. If you want to use that card, you need your wife to be here. Now, I have to ask you to leave or I will call security. But first, you will apologize. You've been beyond insulting her. A security guard that is always near steps closer. He turns to the woman, apologizes in a weak voice, and quickly walks off. (laughs) I walk to Julie and ask her if she's okay. She thanks me profusely. Then another worker comes to me and asks me what to do with a product returned by another client. I giggle and pulling my airport ID say, sorry, I don't work here. (laughs) I just can't stand people like him. (laughs) 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 i was allowed to pass to the front of the line got a refund and smiles from everyone on the team (laughs) that's awesome it was very convenient that that piece of paper happened to be hanging there (laughs) that's funny (laughs) all right so that's the end of tea time that's the end of tea time so are we on the demographic damn them dams dams Oh, M goodness. So, holy smokes, we've got a four-way tie there. We sure do. All right. We've, you know what? I think we just need to make crowns. Yeah. For these unchanged. Fishers, Indiana, you get a crown. Fort Worth earned a crown at one point. (laughs) You get a star and you get a star. You all get stars. (laughs) Everyone look under your chairs. (laughs) Y'all remember Oprah? We were all there for that. I miss Oprah. She's still alive. She's doing fucking amazing. I know. I just miss her. Anyways, just know that Oprah is a damn good actress too. And Fisher's Indiana fucking rocks. Fishers, Indiana is our number one city this week. What about our second place city? It's Austin, Texas. Y'all, keep it up. What about third place? Do you know the way to San Jose, California? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So now I'm gonna I'm gonna try this one. Okay. All right. You You butchered it last time. I'm gonna butcher it this time. (laughs) So for fourth place. We have a four-way tie. It's the four for four. It's four for four. So we've got McKellen, McKellen Flanders. (laughs) McKellen. Oakley, Doakley, McClellan. (laughs) 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 Then we've got Centennial, Colorado. And hey, look, there's Fort Worth, Texas. See, there's... They're still in the top bow. Yeah. 
The faux faux faux. <laughs> and then lastly, we got Columbus, Ohio. Woo! Keep it up, y'all. We love that you love us, and we love you right back. Yes, we do. Oh, goodness. All right. So what is our sign-off quote this week? So I don't know why this one struck a chord with me, but uh, this is a Steve Irwin quote. Aww. If we can teach people about wildlife, they will be touched. Share my wildlife with me because humans want to save things that they love. Yeah. They sure do. They sure do. <laughs> save the planet, you guys. Let's save the planet. Captain Planet. Woo! <laughs> Speaking oh. of Steve Irwin, Bindi is getting married. Is she? Yeah. I just saw that. Or did she already just get married? I think she just got engaged. Her and, um, I'm blanking his name. I don't know his name. I'm blanking his name. Oh my gosh. Steve Irwin's kids. Oh, the son? Yeah. He's a photographer. He's really, really good. Rob Irwin. Okay, so, um, Robert and Bindi, so they all work at the Australian Zoo, yeah. which is where he used to work, and I just recently learned about this, and it, like, really got to me. I was <laughs> like, I'm not gonna cry. I'm not gonna do it. All right, guys, we will talk to you later. Sure will. Bye. Bye. Make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Also find our group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. Don't forget to find us on Twitter. We are at Corat Pod. Yeah, we are. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And then you can also check out our Instagram page. Confessions of Retail Podcast. Woo! So, this is our stop. Until next week when the shit show rolls on. Amy and Lexi. Signing off. That was a Titan Cast episode.